Hello and welcome to another episode of 177 Nations of Tasmania. Poles make up probably one of the great migrant diasporas of the world, having settled across every corner of the new and old world for more than a century. They were amongst the first non-British migrants to come to Tasmania en masse after the Second World War. And there have already been books written about the so-called hydropoles and their contribution to Tasmania's dam building. Indeed, poles have been amongst Tasmania's most successful and prolific migrant populations. However, my guest for this episode, Dana, would probably not be what you might call the typical Polish immigrant. She wasn't, like some, escaping communism or war. In fact, her life was far from bad in Poland, where she was a successful concert pianist. You could rather say that she came because of love. And her transfer to Tasmania was not without some somewhat uncomfortable adjustments. But without further ado, I think I'd better let Dana tell you in her own words what her experience has been and what her time was like in Poland. I was born Poland, Krakow. Ah. Krakow, this is old, old, beautiful city, like European, some of them. And after a while, after maybe I was a few years old, we my parents go to a place called Katowice, Katowice, which is similar to Melbourne. Big city, it was buzzing with everything, fashion and everything. Uh, so that's where I live, in big houses, because in Europe um, you live in the city and there uh, are old-fashioned, tall, you know, buildings. So that's how I live. In, in Katowice. In Krakow, I was sort of very young, a little. Yes, I but have... I was born in Krakow. Okay. So how old were you when you moved? Uh, maybe four, something like oh, okay. this. Yeah. Yep. So before, your, before you went to school. Yeah. And so what kind, of, what kind of environment was it to grow up in, in Katowice? Beautiful. I cannot. Um, I, was, I have very happy childhood because my parents adore me, they love me, and I felt that. And um, my mom was extremely ambitious if it comes to education and about children and everything. So she made sure I did everything what I should do. She, she taught, whatever. And my daddy, lovely man, total gentleman, we moved from Krakow because my father inherited uh, very lovely apartment in Katowice. And after war in Poland, it wasn't easy to have. But I was blessed to live very comfortable thanks to that. So that's why we moved more or less to, Kato to Katowice. And from the, I lived there all my life in Poland. But I traveling a lot too, because playing piano, this is maybe later, if you ask me what I... I only, I'm a pianist, nothing, I never did anything else. Because my mom, once she decided that I'm talented, that was it. You have to practice, you have to do. So I was very happy, but very busy and stressed as well. Because to be a pianist, you need practice. I have lovely, but very, very sort of, Petit teacher, 
who, you know, I have to listen and everything. So what was the, what was the, uh, your early musical education like? From the age of, age of seven, I started music, piano, age of seven, not quite even. First privately, and then I go to special uh, school when music was priority. And after that, I go to college, music college, and then um, conservatorium, piano. Listen, I almost felt ashamed when people asked me, what did you do? And what are you going to do when I came here? I said, I'm a pianist. And they asked me, what are you going to do for a living? Because they couldn't understand that someone could pay me that I play piano, you know. Mm. But I was lucky enough in Poland. Um, I have a lot of jobs. I do a lot of accompany after education, accompany by others and play solo. I accompany to classical ballet as well because they okay. need classical music. So I was very busy. But yet I still managed to, in very early in age of 20, get married. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> after a few years, I need to divorce, but I, I couldn't cope with everything. I, I have a baby as well, thanks to my parents, my mom, especially that she helped me uh, with my child, because otherwise I, I wouldn't be able to do work. Mm-hmm. But my mind being ambitious and happy, so she helped me. That's how it was. And that was my life, busy, busy traveling, play piano. And actually, I was happy. Not quite divorce, of course, but yes, I was sort of maybe satisfied with what I do. Mm-hmm. And people like me, so. And I make money. That's important. Yeah. Independent money, money. So tell me a bit about your uh, life as a concert pianist. Once, uh, what, what did it involve? So I was pianist, telephone ring, and I have an engagement. Always busy. Not, you know, depends of where I play. If I play solo, it takes lo- more time, but I have well paid for that. But most money I make doing accompaniment, accompanied by classical ballet, because this is steady things. If, you know, I have certain hours and make quite good money and was easy for me, sort of classical. If to come uh, to be a pianist, this is very hard work. So you can have one big concert a year, you pay well, but then you sit on this piano and for hours, at least four or five hours practice. I wasn't that, I, I never liked that much work. Mm-hmm. It was e- exhausted for me. And yeah, it is a lonely job because you sit in and practice. You have rehearsal with orchestra and one concert. That's how it is. Every pianist lives like this. Roger Woodward, I don't know, this is an Australian pianist. He finished also Conservatorium of Music. I okay. talked to him and he said the same. It's so much work and sometimes not enough they go, this satisfaction. I was here in his concert when he played five sonatas of Beethoven from memory. This job is so difficult, so 
that's how it is. So I was rather mm, like sometimes play mm, a light sort of music, a little bit of mm-hmm. easy and maybe better for me. Did you go straight into like being a concert pianist? No, no, no. To conservatorium for four years. Mm-hmm. Piano. And after that, uh, I have title, title uh, a piano, concert pianist actually, which I, I don't want to even mention because I should do more being concert pianist. I play in few places here, but never was satisfied. And um, I, I didn't have the vibe that they need me really. Uh, maybe you want to know how I become mother of Caroline then. <laughs> my hus- my late husband um, was a businessman. He talked languages and he was sort of um, into business. He traveled in Europe and he traveled in Poland. He met me and we met and that's, that's how I came here. Okay. So was he Polish as well? Um, he was Polish born, but after he left, lived here after war. My husband was older, but you know. So my story, I should say, coming here is uh, very romantic as well. Mm-hmm. I would never plan that I ended up in Tasmania, in Australia, never. It happened because of John and, and sort of he wants me to he fell in love and he said i can't live without you you should come (laughs) it was it was like that so how did you meet then through friends in the sort of dinner party something like this and he saw me playing somewhere he liked everything actually about me yeah i was comfortable in poland and quite frankly i was hesitated because my mother loved me I have only brother, so I haven't, we haven't got big family. But after a few years coming to Poland, visiting me and everything, finally I came here. That's how here started. And from here I become mumsy of Caroline, doing everything to be a good wife. Maybe it wasn't perfect, but I did everything. What I felt I need to. Maybe clumsily, but I try. Was there something that finally persuaded you to um, leave Poland and come to the other side of the world? As I told you, I was divorced then mm-hmm. when I met John. Have, if my daughter was 12 then. In the end, in Poland, things a little bit changing. Solidarity movement start. I have few jobs. And quite frankly, I was a little tired with all this. And John, my husband, John, said that he wants to be with me and help me with everything. To, to be, he was a strong man and everything. That's what persuaded me. And I fell in love as well. Mm-hmm. After a while, not yeah. at the first moment. It wasn't, you know, oh, it wasn't something, infatuation, no. It was time. That's how. But here, darling, my life is, Caroline can tell you, nothing in living. But what were your sort of first impressions of Tasmania when you came here? I don't want to say, darling. Sad. I, not, I have a homesick because my life was absolutely different. 
My husband, although he loved me so much, he did whatever he could, but but I said it wasn't life. It was here. I come in nineteen seventy six, mm-hmm. long time ago. So darling, eight o'clock, eight, everything closed. Yeah, we can do people doing you know gardening things. Totally different, and I think John probably know that. I was having home, homesick. Help, we have shops, so I go to the shop, uh, helping him, selling things. We have a, a beautiful fair, ladies, uh, very elegant stuff, handbags, exquisite from Europe and everything. I help him, but I never felt right. I mm-hmm. never felt, sometimes, what I am doing, actually. Dana, where are you? You are supposed to be pianist. But my husband adore when I play piano. So he sits in this, lying in the sofa, and that's why he never stopped, because he loved me to play. Have you practiced today? Always. So I did. And my homesick and everything, my nostalgia finished when this child come to the world, Caroline. She changed Dana completely. She was my priority, everything. Mm-hmm. I forget about myself. So I was busy, busy with her being mom and helping John and, you know, three course dinner every day. Busy, busy, busy. And when you came, did I mean, like, were you able to speak English at that time? Uh, not very well, maybe. But I could speak a little because I learned in Poland a little bit. And learned here, and I have a good friend, uh, Sonia, my good friend, who was actress, and actually she was Welsh, but I talk with her a lot. And being in the shop, I try to speak English. And see, I was young. When you're young, everything is easy. I telling you this. When you because you're very young, <laughs> do it. <laughs> ah, now everything because life very quickly change. Feeling a bit of homesickness when, when yeah, arriving here. I, I was, um, I don't know, maybe not. I was um, missing my life, but I have to tell you, I, I have very happy marriage with John. Uh, he was extraordinary man, very modern, very sort of understanding, and he loved fashion. I have most beautiful clothes. He had everything. Our shop was exquisite. He traveled to uh, not when I married with me usually to go on the to Melbourne or something not in Europe okay. he stopped it after he married me and what were the kind of things that uh, maybe at the beginning you felt like you were missing here or that you you from Poland that you wish you had one word life life what more you want to know life everything and you know you you Australian maybe you don't understand but Polish people, Slavs, I'm from Poland, uh, Slavic people, they have a little bit of nostalgia in themselves mm-hmm. because of the wars. Poland was in the middle mm-hmm. center of Europe. We invaded always with someone. And this is something um, sort of m- not missing, but you, you feel not quite, I don't know how to say, uh, not quite. 
some nostalgia is mm-hmm. somewhere. For example, I love art. We have paintings at home, you know, antiques. I brought with me a few if I could, because when I came, was still communist. I couldn't take anything from Poland because it was still communist. Now it's different. It was long ago. But um, my family was artistic. My father was beautiful painter. He played violin and yes, so all life was... I could say sophisticated. Mm-hmm. And when I came here, I love everything, but I miss all this sophistication. But then I changed. I have to tell you, when I'm getting older, old actually, I can see how beautiful is here. What things, I miss a lot of things. I love this sadness of Tasmania. I love this sort of nuance bit when you go to country and lovely people and I embrace that. I wouldn't live I love Tasmania actually. And I love perfumes. Mm-hmm. I love beautiful things. That's what keep me going. How shallow is that? <laughs> How shallow is that? I, I know it's of, often said about Poles and, and, and Russians that there's a real appreciation for for beauty in yeah. whatever it is, and that's one thing that marks the, that culture. Yeah. From Roses, everything. I can see beauty everywhere, and that's how I to this day how I going. Some people say, oh, they bored or something. They feel lonely. I'm lonely so long now. I never feel totally lonely because I have interest, which keep me sort of, you know, then I'm not bored or boring or whatever. I don't know what that means. My grandfather was from older generation politician. Mm-hmm. So it, but he was appreciating now and yeah, Pol, Pol, Polish government appreciate him now. Okay. But that's why I was brought up. My father was extremely intelligent, talented, educated. He was working in Poland in, um, how to call it? He was public servant, I would say. Pu- pu- public servant like a okay. um, inspector. Yeah. Okay. In there. So, and we have, I must say it, I have good life in Poland. Elegant life. Concert well off and not not no one was rich in Poland after war but uh, I've been we've been okay let's put that way my grandfather was in America to White House to speak about Polish situation it was still communist so he wasn't that appreciated but that he come back and everything was changed and he was now prominent figure then but too late because he died now so Okay, so he was a prominent figure during the Second Poly- World yeah, War? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Being very young, I was busy with my whole life. I I wasn't maybe much interesting about politics then, you know, yeah. getting with my whole life. So, Carol, I now study more about Poland, you know, even more. But, um, yes, that's all I'm telling you. People... Uh, told maybe everywhere in here that when was communist was that terrible. No, it wasn't. Uh, some people have terrible life, but I was lucky enough to to be okay. I've heard from other people, I mean, particularly other 
pianist is one possibly positive aspect was the support for music oh, and absolutely. the Absolutely. I'm glad you mentioned that. It was. We've been sort of look after, actually, in the sense that support us somehow. It's not time. I always have a work, job, and everyone happily assists me. Why here I've noticed that I haven't problem was I didn't understand if I came here and I have proper sort of um, agent or something, but not in Tasmania. I should mm. probably go to Melbourne. And my husband wasn't very keen about me to going. He didn't want me to come to move and have super career. Yeah, I talked to a Bulgarian um, concert yeah, pianist yeah, yeah. and she was telling me about the, uh, she was educated under the old system and I was wondering whether it was similar in Poland where you had, where, where you had a, actually you had a career path uh, once you uh, went through music school. Yes. Which is quite different yes. from here. Yes, I did. And immediately I was employed by, you know, because there was time uh, it was long ago, I'm old now, but long ago, and music was very important. Even in countries like Poland, after war and everything, we built ourselves, we built Warsaw and everything. Music was essential. There are concerts and different things. When you go in Europe to a concert, this is something. You have to dress up. You listen to gorgeous music, and afterwards you're going to have a wine or something. I was shocked when I come to Tasmania after concert. Oh my God! Everyone quickly go home. No boohoo, nothing. So yeah, so different, different. After actually make uh, having good career in Poland, I never did anything special here. Somehow, maybe I was too I don't know, too lazy maybe, and um, I don't know what to say. But I never. I'm angry with myself, I should do more, because mm -hmm. I was mm -hmm. quite good then when I came, after full-time jobs, jobs, not one, playing, blah, accompanying, everything. But I never made it here, because uh, I was teaching too, in a young, uh, there was coal mine, and we have sort of um, a group of people who sing, dance, and I was teaching singing and accompanying piano. Young I was then. Look how lovely boys they are. <laughs> I have so, listen, I have flower in the piano. People, I don't know, you feel good because people want to listen to you mm -hmm. and looking for something more, you know, not eat and drink and be happy. No, more. What I find in Tasmania, in Tasmania especially, people are totally happy with themselves. Mm -hmm. They don't want anything more. I give you a quick example. I have a good, very good friend, Sonia Johnson. She, she was Welsh, she was an art teacher and she was actress. She did a show in her school and said, Dana, would you accompany me, uh, my students? I said, okay, I come and play for you. So we did this show. And Sonia said, tell, tell me true, what do you think about this? It was total flop, this show. And I said, Sonia, you said to change this, this. And Sonia said, Dana, stop. We like how it is. That's how we like it. 
we are not looking for perfection. I've noticed especially, uh, i not going now that often, but I go to concert always, in, see not only pianists, but opera And atmosphere in concert is so stiff here as well. No, mm -hmm. no enjoyment, no needs, uh, smells of sort of, um, I don't know, these things what you put in fair, how you call these little things. Mothball, yeah. <laughs> okay. In winter, it's no perfume. And people's married couple keeping themselves like that and immediately after concert going, nothing going. Mm. What in Poland you can have a little bit of drink, talk about what you hear. Once I play in Lena, this beautiful oh, yeah. it was Christmas. Uh, it was New Year's Eve. Daddy never want me to go play, but Glenn asked me to because they asked him. So I go and play. John go with me sitting. I play, have a dinner music sort of, uh, have few breaks and coffee. Was so a uh, sort of stiff atmosphere. Mm. <laughs> they drink, they eat. After twelve, finish. No one, you know, not joy and anything. Uh, my John, John was so upset that I spent all the week. <laughs> have no, of course they pay me after a while, but it wasn't supposed to be jolly, don't you think? Mm. Christmas Eve, sad people eating, drinking, and gone. No, thank you even. So, so what would that be like? What would in Poland? What would ah, in Poland, the gentlemen drink, kissing hands of ladies, la la la, flowers, whatever. Happiness. One word for you: happiness, joyfulness, happy to be alive and young. Yeah. I think you're a nice person and you ought to know how it is. But now as I'm old, as I say, I really appreciate everything here. Mm -hmm. Freedom. Uh, uh, Polish people, uh, Europe are snobbish people. You have to, you cannot not wearing high heel when you go in the city. He's like this. And that's what I need wearing this now because my uncle are painful. I have rheumatism. But that, that's it. I should maybe mention my brother, Wojtek. Mm -hmm. I have only one brother. He was artist. He was even architect painter and he worked full-time at the museum australia in our museum as okay. a conservationist they said okay so he worked full-time uh, he was my big influence and he was extremely artistic very good in everything and when he died unfortunately i missed this conversation that he understand me what i'm missing Mm -hmm. He loved John, he loved everything, and he said he always maybe never criticized me what I do now. He thought that I'm doing very well compared to what I was brought up to do. But here being my um, um, wife and, uh, you know, mother and helping in the shop, I did every, was helping John. 
selling stuff and in the office even. So he said, I do it quite well. But when he gone, uh, he died brain tumor okay. in young age of not quite 50. Okay. I miss him extremely and my girls love him too. So that was um, sad. Why was your uh, husband, why did he, was he in Tasmania or why did he want, why did he come here? Yeah, he came here, um, he decided to stay here somehow and he always was business oriented, he was talented man and from the beginning he had luck here, whatever he start, grow and better and better. He was, he was married here. My husband's life was extraordinary. He was married before. He have, uh, and here he wasn't married, but have a partner and three kids and everything. So he was older than me. So I was come late a little bit in his life, but he was still very uh, young in every way, every way. So and extremely. Vivacious, I could say, and he understand what I'm about actually. But this is other story. That's how he stay here because he was from them. It is success, successful here. Okay. He, we have business. I don't know Scotch International, Cheetah Furs and Leather, and in Melbourne uh, he have Italian shoes, beautiful shop. So busy man. Yeah, so he was quite a successful business. He was, in, yeah, in very much so. Of course, later difficulties start because situation changed. Uh, he was selling furs and leather things, and it was not late nineties. It was not very much about this kind of luxury. Yeah. So, but we other have also jewelry and things like this. Very busy. Love what he did. In and uh, yeah. That's how he was. And and have you been back to Poland many times? Not many times. I've been in Poland once before Caroline was born. Because I must say another thing. Being busy in Poland, having at least three jobs, people dependent on me, show business it there. But when I when I finish, I totally finish with everything. I just, I think I was extremely sort of brave to change everything. And I have a lot of letters and people, and I stop contact. Maybe because I was this homesick, or I felt guilty that I chucked everything after my education and, and coming here being mumsy and wifey only, which is nothing wrong with this, but, you know, and now after years, it's too late now, too late. People have their own life. So I've been once and I don't know if I that, that much miss after my visit. Mm -hmm. A lot of things changed again. I've been quite a long time and, and I quite happily come back. And, and when Caroline was born, never homesick, nothing. Busy and happy with Caroline. Oh. was a beautiful baby. 
talented. She played piano as well. And so when you went back, what, what did you notice that it had changed? Was there anything that stood out? In Poland, yeah. you mean? Yeah. I, I look with different eyes now. Mm-hmm. I've been here after a few years, and I see this change in Poland. And I see a people who are so preoccupied with every little things, and uh, maybe I was older and see differently. I It wasn't that rosy pictures anymore. I yeah. don't know even why, because I meet, I, I meet my friends and everything, and I didn't envy their life. They have difficulties. Mm-hmm. 